All right, we are back here for episode 28 of the 509 to the 609 Sports Talk podcast. I'm here with my man Antonio. As always, man, what's going on? We got a lot of drama here in the Northwest, don't man. we? The great PNW. These past couple days have been uh, <laughs> drama central here in here in the, in the state of Washington. Crazy. The biggest one, Russell Wilson getting traded, and then yeah. not too long after, Bobby Wagner. Unbelievable. The two, you'd say, the two highlights from that draft class for their their Super Bowl champion, Super That's Bowl right. champions winning team. They were drafted the same day, and they got sent. They got sent packing the same day. Crazy, so, right? It's crazy to think. So I guess we'll touch base. Um, what what was your thought? Like, what's your thought process in? Like, was it were you shocked to see Denver, or were you shocked overall that Russell was traded? Um. I was I was pretty surprised he got traded to be honest. You know, I I thought they were going to give it another year with with Pete Carroll and the new, you know, offensive and defensive guys that got coming in for coordinators. Um but at the end of the day, you know, Russ didn't really want out last year, but he gave that list of teams that okay, well if you were going to trade me, trade me here and interestingly enough, the Broncos weren't one of that team, one of those teams. It was more like the Raiders and the Bears and stuff like that, but I I was surprised because I I really like as being a Jets fan, like I always say this to all my friends, like it it must be nice to have a franchise quarterback. <laughs> you know, like it it's just they're, they're really tough to find, and especially with Russell Wilson's story. You know, what was he drafted in the sixth, third round, sixth third round? third round? I think seventy fifth overall out of out of uh, uh, Wisconsin. Excuse yeah. me. But yeah, I was surprised he got traded. Uh, I wasn't surprised with the Broncos though, just because we know that the Broncos need a quarterback. I mean, yep. they're really a quarterback away. I don't know if there's you know a definite Super Bowl contender, but. You know they have really great weapons, and the receiving core is really deep and and pretty and pretty good. You know Jerry Judy, you got Hamlin, you got uh, Tim Patrick. So you know, I mean, I I think Russ is gonna be Russ. I think he's gonna flourish with those weapons. But you know, I'm not re- I'm not super ready to call them a Super Bowl contender just yet. I, I got to see how that they look the first couple of weeks. You know, injuries can play a factor can play a factor with every team. But man, the AFC is loaded right now. AFC is loaded, and when he said you don't see them as contenders. I'm gonna agree with you on that sense because he's he may be the third best quarterback in that div, in that division, sure. not even the conference, that division because Herbert showed out this year, like yeah. he was MVP caliber all the season. Then you have Patrick Mahomes and Derek Carr's no slouch. I'm not saying he's better than Russ, but it's just like you could argue numbers at that point. If you want to go off numbers, yeah, and and go from there. So I I see them. I think they'll be a wild card. I think three teams will come out of the the, the West again. And you could argue with this move, it's like the, the NFC West, where it's one of the best in football. You could argue that yeah. again. And I just like I was saying, I said it before, like pretty much when we started this podcast about a year ago, I was saying I don't see Russ staying another year. Like I really thought he was going to get moved midseason, which which would be like blockbuster. Like yeah. why are you moving in week right. seven? Yeah. And then he got hurt, and then of course it was a dumpster fire kind of after that. What's going on? DK was hurt. Is Carroll going to retire? I think if they were going to tr- just jump ship with like Wagner and Russ, now Metcalf's they're accepting calls for Metcalf, they're accepting calls for Tyler Lockett. They're, yeah, they're like they're starting Jamal over. Jamal Adams, Quandre Diggs is a free agent, yeah, which we could touch base on soon because here right after this, after for Russell, but it's just like I thought they would have let Carroll go before Russ. That's what I said. I'd be like, all right, we have you for one more year. You're thirty, what, 32, 33 years old. You're yep. still in your prime. Sure, you had you had one major injury in your first. First time ever in your career. But I think it was back in 2015, he rolled his ankle and he played on it. It wasn't the greatest, but he played on it. Like, this is his first time, like, missing games, like, ever. Like, he was going to eclipse probably uh, Eli Manning's record going on. I think he started, like, over 100 games or something like that. It's crazy. But 
it was just like I, I thought they would blow up the coaching staff and then be like, okay, who do you guys want? Do you think we can make a run? If not, we'll shop you. Yeah, I'm surprised too. I I, I didn't think Pete Carroll was going to survive this offseason. And when he got re-signed, we were so shocked or <laughs> said he was going to be brought back. And but but you gotta think Pete Carroll's, you know, he's one of the oldest coaches in the league. Like he really wants to go through another rebuild. Like I, I think he's behind um I think he's Belichick. behind Belichick in yeah, age, yeah. Yeah, him and Belichick, yeah. But but I mean like I, I feel like Pete Carroll is like a sitting duck coach now, you know, like what? Like the, the Seahawks are truly rebuilding, even though they probably will draft a quarterback. We'll get to that in a second. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like they chose Pete Carroll over Russell Wilson, to be honest with you. like, he, And I think it was because, of course, they said, oh, the breaking news trade. This is happening, right? Well, then Russ had the no trade clause. And like we talked about it yesterday, everyone here at the radio stations were like, Wait, what the hell? Like Russ, right. Russ just got traded. Like everyone stopped what they were doing. Like sure. if I was in the middle of a phone call, I would have hung up. Like I'll get back to you. I need to go talk about this. Yeah, you know? right, right. Because they're saying this is one of the biggest blockbuster trades Ever. in NFL history yeah, for sure. I can't think of because like Manning left in free agency, Brady yeah. left in free agency, Rogers would have had to have been traded, which we can touch base on him later too with his situation. I can't think of an actual franchise quarterback being traded. Yeah, in yeah. his prime. I can't if you can still call either. him his prime, he's he's ten years in, but quarterbacks can go for yeah eighteen to twenty years. You right, know? right. Like, can you even think of a guy? But like you see with like running backs and defensive linemen and anyone else, but you never see franchise guys traded like no, quarterbacks. Definitely not. Like you're saying, the Jets would have loved to have him for oh, ten years. Yes, you know what I mean? Yes, yes. I was, it, uh, I was upset he didn't get traded to the Jets. He got traded to the Broncos. <laughs> well, you guys got Zach. We got you got Wilson, just not the right Wilson. Oh, well, time will tell. Yeah, I mean, time I guess, will tell. I guess. I don't but know. I hope you're right. It was just like. Like I was saying, like I thought Pete was gonna re- quote unquote retire. I'm finger quoting right now for those that can't see me. Yeah. But like, okay, we're gonna fire you, but we want you to go out on your own terms. I really thought that was gonna happen. They're gonna clean slate. Yeah. Russ, who do you want? Bobby, who do you want? We got you guys for one more year. If you think we can do it, we'll bring your guys in. We'll make we'll make cap space. Yeah. Because Russ even resigned to be cap friendly. Right. And Bobby probably would have done the same thing. The thing is, what what destroyed them was was that Jamal Adams trade. It just hasn't panned out, and the Jets knew something like, "Wait, you're going to give us how much for this guy who can't cover dirt standing still?" Yeah, because now they have a top ten pick. Yeah, they from do. Seattle's their tenth yeah. overall. Yeah, yeah. After trading Russell, they got the ninth pick, and they got a good haul for him, which is crazy. They could have got more from Philly. Philly's going to get them all three first round picks this year. Wow, all three first round picks. Their second, you name it, they would have got the whole haul for this draft. Where Seattle only had two picks this year. <laughs> And so I see them like not banking in on one draft, which makes sense because you do want to like spread it out periodically over a year or two to make sure you get the right pieces and can't miss prospects and all that. And later, you know, maybe the hidden gems. But it was just once once Russ went, you knew Wagner was next. Yeah. You knew they're like, all right, and those are the last two from that Super Bowl winning team. That was the last part of the team, really, too. Part of the team. And like you said, it's just a different direction. So where do you think they go? What? Now the draft's coming up. They got draft picks. They got the ninth overall. I believe they have the 40th and the 41st in the second round relatively earlier. So yeah. It's like they're relatively like about the first same spot in the first in the first or second round, I should say, 40 and 41st. Then they have the 73rd pick. Right. Which they didn't have any of those, but I think the 40th pick before this trade. What if you with that ninth pick? Yeah. Do you go quarterback? Or do you start immediately with that defense? I, you know, I, I think I'd go quarterback. To be honest, I, I think you got to take a chance at least to see if one of these guys can pan out. You know, I'm hearing a lot of good things. All the sports shows I watch, everybody keeps saying Malik Willis is this big, strong kid. He throws a great deep ball. Only thing with though, he's played at Liberty. We know that. But you know, guys, 
not everybody plays at an Ohio State and you you know all those big schools, Alabama. A lot of Ohio State quarterbacks don't pan out. That's a great, absolutely, absolutely. You know, just ask guys like Troy Smith. You know I mean? Troy Smith, Haskins. <laughs> yes, prior, prior. You know, they don't really work out a lot. So, yeah, I mean, I I think they they should go quarterback just to just to test it and see what see what they got. Uh, I I don't think Drew Locke is the you know they have Drew Locke, but Drew Locke just he's not the answer. So. Yeah, I think you go quarterback, but you know you make a good point with their defense because their defense was terrible last year. Uh, their offensive line is terrible. We just ask Russell Wilson if if you're friends with him, you can ask him <laughs> how was that offensive line. He'll say, "Well, slide in his DM real quick and ask yeah, him." Right. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, I think that those their main focus to me, I think, is getting a quarterback, but their offensive line and that defense as well, I think, needs to be revamped. You know, and that's why they that's why they ask for all those picks so they can address those needs. So yeah. So if you're before I go into kind of like where I think they should make the moves, so I'm going to disagree on the first pick. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to say I don't think they go quarterback. Right. I think you go hard of the defense. You go up. You go middle linebacker, or you go Stingley if he falls to you because mm-hmm. he's projected to go in front of you to the Falcons. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't go to the Falcons, you take the DB from Stingley Jr. from LSU. You need that ball hawk safety. He's kind of like an Earl Thomas in a way. The way he plays, he plays hard. He plays physical, and you can drop one back, and he can cover a whole field like Earl Thomas. That's kind of where they fell apart, where it's like, okay, they lost Earl. He laid his whole thing. He left all that to the Ravens, and then Chancellor got hurt. But with the with, where the late Legion of Boom thrived was you could bring Chancellor up, and pretty much you had eight in the box. Not seven. You had eight or nine because – no, excuse me. They only had eight because Earl could cover the whole 50 yards, sideline to sideline, and they weren't throwing to Sherman's side. So on Maxwell's side or whoever, he just had to go- cover that part of that quarter. And or that half you could say, but he if they threw it to the opposite side, Earl was there. Earl right. was just that that can't miss like Ed Reed. Like you could throw him back there and he was gonna make a play. It didn't matter how if he was solo or not. Where they got away with them, they thought Jamal Adams was gonna replace that a couple years later when they made the trade. And it didn't happen. Jamal Adams can't cover dirt. <laughs> and he's never healthy either. On top great, of that, he's yeah. never healthy. Right, yeah. And right. so the the Jets, they they snuck one in on Seattle saying, Hey, you guys are contenders. We're not here. Hey. Can't yeah. miss prospect and Jamal Adams. He's the yeah. lottery pick. They knew you know? something that the Seahawks did. And, you and know. he was injury prone and yeah. all this. And it's just he's a great athlete. Like we've talked about even on and off the show. Great athlete, but not a safety. You yeah. got to move him like outside linebacker yeah. and let him blitz. Yeah, I think I think that'd be the move. Yeah. I mean, he's just not a good cover cover safety. And I just think because the Quandary Diggs is an unrestricted too. And I think he's going to go to a contender now where now it's like you can hit free agency with the release of Wagner. That was $16 million on the books now. You got sixty million to play with. If you trade Lockett, you get more. But it's like you also can't trade away Lockett and Metcalf because you want pieces for a young quarterback. Right, right. Is the thing. Right. And then you got a left tackle hole to plug with Dwayne Brown, also a free agent who's gonna go to a contender. He's yeah. not gonna go to rebuild. That's a lot of what these guys are leaving. It's like, hey, Quandre Diggs, I think he's like twenty nine or thirty. But he's looking to be on a contender. Seattle wasn't it. They traded for him. Yeah. Which was a good trade. I think that trade did pan out. They needed a safety really bad, but it's it's just one of those. It's just they got to really sit down and think. Is Malik Willis the guy? I I think he's going to be a good guy in the right system, but just not a first round pick. I think Seattle needs to address the the defense. The first three picks they got right, right. ninth. You go do a linebacker or a DB, and then because this is a really stacked DB class, mm-hmm. defensive yeah. class in general, you can get those also in the second third round. There's a guy out of Washington. I can't remember his name right now from UW. He's a corner, physical corner, speed, athletic. That's kind of Seattle wants that prototype, just all around, well balanced, athletic corner. You know, physical, get in your face. 
But I think they have that third round pick sitting, I think it's 72 overall in the draft, which is kind of where they found Russell. And there's this kid, um, Bailey's Bailey, I can't say his last name, Zapy, Zap, Zappy, whatever, mm-hmm. Western Kentucky quarterback. I think you take a chance on a third round and you don't go first round. Because we've talked about, we don't think Pickett's the answer. Mil- Willis is the answer. What's his name? The North Carolina quarterback, Sam Howard. Howard. Is it Howard? Yeah. I don't think he's an answer. It's there's the Ole Miss quarterback, which I think he would be a good snag later. Also, he's just at, he's that athletic fit that would yeah, work in a Pete Carroll scheme. Bowl game. Yeah, Matt Corral. Yeah, Matt Corral. Thank you. And he he's athletic. He's like six two. He's got an arm. The accuracy is okay, but it's like you need that guy that that can sling it. Not really the accuracy because you can throw Lockett and, and Metcalf down the field. Always. And yeah. now Noah Fant. So you got a tight end. And with a, a little bit taller quarterback, you actually enhance your passing game because Russell couldn't throw up the middle. Right. If he did, it was deep post or streaks up yeah, the middle. It was, it was never, balls, there yeah. was no short, medium, intermediate passing game with Russ because he couldn't get it over the line. It was all out routes, short slants, or deeps. There's nothing within 10 to 15 yards that you could do over the middle like the Rodgers can, the Roethlisberger's, the Brady's. The, yeah, the list goes yeah, on. Yeah, it is true. I mean, he's not a great thrower of the ball down the, down the middle. He never really has Great any. accuracy, great deep, oh, yeah, great yeah, deep yeah. ball. Yeah, just, oh, he's sure. just Like, it was the same with Drew Brees. Drew Brees, you could not throw it over the middle just because of height. That, that Like, same with Kyler Murray. They do the rollouts, and they go the outside. They go outside the hashes. This this zappy kid, this is Ape, however you pronounce his name, he threw it for almost 6,000 yards with 67 Jeez. touchdowns. Oh my God. I don't care. He played at Western Kentucky. He played at FCS school before that. He's a redshirt senior. But I was, I was reading it before we started. He's got great footwork. He ran a 4.740, so he's not this like lightning speed. Right. But he's he's athletic enough. He's got some – he's fluid. He'll be fluid in the pocket. He's a great – he has great pocket awareness from what draft ass, experts are saying. And, excuse me, if you got that O-line, probably like they have in Seattle, you need a guy that has pocket awareness. Russ was great, but Russ could just scramble and do his thing where he right. couldn't do that anymore. Where you bring a third round in, you're not dropping a lot of cash on him. Yeah, well, Russ true, made six hundred thousand, I think, his first couple years yeah, until his the late round picks don't make that much as the first rounders do. No, and, no, and yeah. I think that's where you you go from there because there's not even a free agent quarterbacking from what Tyler Henneke gets Carson Wentz got traded. I mean, you know, you got guys like Jimmy G, but I mean, do you really? That's a hundred million on the books, right? Exactly, it's a big contract. Um, you know, Mitch Trubisky. I mean, I, I, actually, I was reading the Giants were thinking about it. Yeah, him. me too. I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like you're going from Daniel Jones to Trubisky. Like, it's just crazy. It's New just, York football. You guys need to figure it out. No, please. <laughs> just New York Trust football me, in general. <laughs> but it's just back to Seattle real quick. I think they have to. That's the moves they got to make. It, you. That's how they built it. They built it defense first in that Super Bowl run. Yeah, true. They yeah. drafted Wagner. They drafted Thomas. They drafted Sherman. And they got these late-round gems, which, like I've said before when we've done the show, Carroll had that insight on these players coming into the league. Yeah, and Carroll's a defensive guy. I mean, he knows what he's doing on defense, for sure. And just having that NCAA, that exper- not experience, but just that knowledge. Of, okay, this guy, I can get him in the third round. I know he can fit my scheme where he's been out of the book, college football for 11 years now. Where, yeah. And they haven't been the greatest since he kind of got out of that four-, five-year coaching te- tenure in the league. He got away from knowing what what players were coming into college and leaving and getting drafted. If you notice, right after that 2014 run where they should have ran the ball, <laughs> yeah, that next year they had an okay draft, but it kind of fell off slowly but surely. After yeah, that. Schneider and they, and hasn't they, been the best draft guy, you know, and besides the Legion of Boom. But, and yeah. I think he just gets too much credit. I think just they just hit the n- freaking nail, nail on the head with Aaron Rodgers and everyone's like, John Schneider. 
Yeah. John Schneider. And yeah. it's like, what what has he done? Because Carol knew these guys coming out of college. You know, and it's just like, see, so you, you think that with like these these coaches coming in, where it's like Keith Kingsbury, Kingsbury, he has the knowledge these guys coming. So you've seen the little late bloomers that came in and started producing. You thought Urban Meyer, he's just an idiot. Right. But it's just like he has that knowledge of these guys. Like, okay, I was in college just a couple of years ago. I yeah, know what I can, the yeah. pool I can get from. Right, right. And that's where Carroll had it. But he knew all the defensive guys that he was recruiting that just didn't come to USC. Right, right. Like, people were like, Taylor Mays. Remember Taylor Mays? Yeah, Taylor yeah, Mays, yeah. he's going to take him 14th. He took Earl. Taylor lasted two years, and Earl was a Super Bowl champion, one of the best safeties to probably play the game, you could argue. Yeah. And it's just he had that knowledge of players. Like, he didn't even take his own guy from USC. He took the guy from Texas. And That's it was right. just so you're saying basically, you know, focus on the uh, the, the lunch pail type of positions, you know, like defense, offensive line, and then get a quarterback in the later rounds and and spend some money on the front line. Yeah, you got some guys, where you, maybe Chandler Jones. Right. You got some guys that are in free agency right now where you're going to clear some books and the salary cap went up. It also depends what they have to pay for Russ's dead, his dead salary caps. I think they still owe like twenty one million from that. Which I think Denver can pay off, but it still hits their cap. Right. So Denver's like, we'll pay you for that. We're not worried about that. And the reason why they cut Wagner yesterday was to save money for free million. agency for signing players. Yep. And that, that's right. one reason they're looking to shop um, Lockett as well. They yeah. just signed in this last season. They have a couple more years, but it would just free up cap space. So, I mean, they got a lot they got to do. It's not going to happen overnight. So Seattle fans just... It's not going to happen overnight, no, right, and right. the Super Bowl run didn't happen overnight, but some key veteran guys came that wanted to win, and they came at a discount because they're at the tail end of the careers, but could still produce, and they drafted really well for that for that four years, and I just I just don't go all in on a quarterback. That's all I got to say, unless Sounds unless like, you're sure yeah. Willis is the guy, because he's athletic. They're saying like he's, what, he threw it 80 yards? Just yeah. nothing. He's got an arm, for he's sure. He's got a cannon, yeah. and I think they're going to look at that, so. If they take him, okay. I'm not getting paid to make these decisions, but you're right. getting you can get the same guy in the third round with better stats. I mean, six thousand yards is insane. I don't care what that's that's no, that's, that's less game. I don't care what the competition is. That's a lot. All that like we well, got to think too. I mean, even Malik Willis played at Liberty. You know, like Liberty, Western Kentucky. To me, that's kind of the same competition to me. Yeah, you know, I, I would I would agree on that. Yeah. So it's just. I don't know. It's just there's a lot they got to do, and I don't get paid enough <laughs> or paid at all by them to sit in the war room or whatever yeah. and, and pick this. I, I wish I could. You know, that'd be every every sports, every fan sports wants fan's to. dream. Right. Yeah, but right, right. It's, I think, I think Carol's trying to set them up for success, and someone's going to come succeed them after this year. I right. think that's what's going to happen. I, I agree. And I know yeah. I said that last year, but they got rid of Russ. Does Pete really want to do a rebuild That's again? what I'm saying, yeah. It's like it's like Russ and Wagner. It's kind of, they kind of said, "Hey, we're gonna rebuild," and Russ had to accept that trade, right? Because Philly was gonna give up three first, oh, the whole farm. So was Washington. Yep. The, I almost said the football team, the Commanders. Commanders yeah. Now, and they just traded for Wentz. So do you want to jump to that real quick? Yeah, we can do I that. Mean, yeah. I mean, do you have anything else for Seattle? I mean, no, I rambled a lot. Well, Michael, so I, I just don't think they're gonna be competitive next year. I, I don't. I mean, I think they what you said they they have to do what they did with. The Legion of Boom, right? They have to draft guys and get lucky in the draft, and that's what they got lucky in the draft with Wilson. They got lucky in the draft with Sherman and 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 guys like Chancellor, and you know they not necessarily. I'm saying lucky in the terms of like they had them, like they were available at those picks. So, yeah, I, I just don't think they're gonna be very competitive next year, and I feel bad for the Seahawks fans around here. I know yesterday 
was a real tough day. I mean, we got a ton of Seahawks fans that are in our our building, <laughs> oh, and they were shocked. I was shocked. I mean, I couldn't believe it. I really was shocked, and you know, but I feel bad because you know I know what it's like to go through rebuilds and and you know knowing that you're going to suck the next season. You know, so it's not a great feeling, and I hate to say it, but I just don't think they're going to be very competitive next year. I don't. And they weren't. And it's like I had them winning the division last year. That didn't happen with the injuries and yeah. what happened, but. The, the the Super Bowl winner came out of their own division, and right. the Niners aren't going anywhere. No, nope. they're literally a quarterback away. Yes, and then the Cardinals are right there with whatever. They just have the pieces to win 11, 12 yeah. games. Yeah, and of course the Rams who just won the Super Bowl. You know yeah, what I and mean? It's, like, and Seattle, I have them maybe winning four games. Yeah, and I have them winning four games, and I th- I think they have a first round pick next year. I okay. think I think the Jets picks are done. I think it's all pretty yeah, much this yeah, draft yeah. and the it last was, one. Yes, yep. Mm-hmm. So they're they're realizing that like okay. If, Kind of tank, be competitive, but get some pieces and tank. Yeah. It reminds me of like Matt Hasselback left. They brought on Tavares Jackson, right? And then they signed Matt and, Flynn. And then they signed Matt Flynn. So it's <laughs> like their rebuild only really happened like two years. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So a lot of teams, like you said, the Jets, the Jaguars, even the Chiefs there for a little bit before Mahomes, like they had Alex Smith, but it's like, eh, yeah, it wasn't getting Is it. he the guy? Yeah, they were still right. winning, but he it's it was like Garoppolo in San Francisco. Which is funny to say because I was saying with Smith in San Francisco. Smith was a good quarterback, but not elite and good enough to get you to a Super Bowl. Right. And what Garoppolo did do in San Francisco, he did get them to a Super Bowl. Yeah. That year they lost to KC, but yeah. it was just like Seattle, and it's like, but they had some bad years in the 80s and 90s, 70s, oh, 80s, yeah. and 90s. Yeah, and it was yeah. just like. But you got to think, I mean, is Russell Wilson their greatest quarterback ever? You yes. Know? Oh, I, hands I, down. I think so. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. And I think, I think I could see him coming back a year to retire or coming back just. To retire a, a one day contract, yeah, retire yeah. Seahawk. I mean, it's the greatest thing to ever happen to that franchise. The Legion of Boom, um, Wagner, which you could say is part of the Legion of Boom, and then Russ. I mean, but it's just like I don't think Russ is going to be in a contender spot either. I just think he's like, okay, they got a better line, an actual one, two, three at receiver that I can it's throw a better to. situation for sure, better situation, and yeah. just. I think he's going to get beat up less on yeah. in that division than he would by the Rams and the Cardinals and the Niners who have top defenses. Right, right. All three are probably in the top 10 yeah. defensively-wise. And so we'll see. I just This rebuild is going to take longer than this last one. I just say buckle up for the next, like, three years. Yeah, it, They'll yep. make progress. But it's like a rookie quarterback like Russ is just – it's not going to happen because they don't have Marshawn in the backfield like they did with the rest. They don't have the O-line, right. the all-pro O-line. Areas to cover up. A missing piece. Yeah, and they'd yeah. have the greatest receiving core. Right. But it was like they just ran that ball. I think Russ only threw for like three thousand yards his first two years, like maybe thirty one hundred yards. But Marshawn had like sixteen hundred yards. Right. And they just controlled the clock, and that defense said, "Well, we'll have them three and out. Just run the clock down." Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that yeah, defense yeah. carried them for the first to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then their their management of offense, and then they just all clicked. And then egos and money and should have ran the ball and all that, and yeah. it just destroyed everything. But. <sighs> Yeah, that's all I gotta say. It's it's it's, it's a lot to take in. Yeah, and there's it's just it's not gonna happen in this draft. I mean, you can get some key pieces, but like I said, they drafted from 2010, 11, and 12, and then so you could say it was three years, but in 2012 when Russ came in, and Wagner and those, and that, I think that's the same draft with um, Bruce Irvin. But they took Bruce Irvin like 14th. They're like, what are you doing? Right. Like this guy's like a second round pick, and then he he did really well for Seattle, but it was just. 
It happened, you could say, two years of a rebuild, and then the third year they made the playoffs. I mean, they made a deep run. They made it to the second round mm-hmm. and lost to the Falcons on a game-winning like 60-yard field goal by Matt Bryant. Yep. I mean, if it wasn't for that, they'd probably beat them and move on. Yeah, yeah. But it's just—and then the next year they won. So it's like, really, you rebuilt in two, you became a contender in the third, then you won it in the fourth, so which, teams, which teams don't do. I think, I think the closest team that's going to be close to that is New England. Right. And they're still missing some pieces going into this offseason, too. So there really isn't, like, all hope isn't lost because, you know, they've done this before. The Seahawks have rebuilt before, and sure, they got lucky with the Russell Wilson pick, you know, they, that he fell to them at that position. But this is a team that, and a GM, and an owner, and, and a coach that has done this before. They've, they've you know, gone through rebuilds, like you said, in 2011, 12, and 13. So, you know, all hope isn't lost, Seahawks fans. You, you, you know, it's going to take a couple years, I think, but... They've done it before is what I'm saying. They've yeah. done it before, but it's not going to be the no, same. No. It's just, like I said, Pete had that insight. A lot of those guys had that insight. Schneider was all, like, right, on his high horse, and now it's just, I think they're trying to set them up. I think him and Schneider's going to go somewhere else or step down into it just like a personnel-type role, mm-hmm. and then Carroll's gone. I mean, yeah. it's just, there's no fire there. I mean, you saw it. He, like, there were close games they lost, and he's just like, oh, okay. I'm still shocked they brought Carroll back. That That's my opinion. I'm still to this day. I mean, I know we were shocked when we, we heard the news, but. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I, I'm I, laughing because, like, who was it? Steve Rocher here at the studios was like, do they even have a quarterback after trading Russ? Because Gino Smith got arrested. Yeah, like, he's not even he's on, on the, the team. squad anymore. It's yeah. Just like, I asked that too. Yeah. And then they have Jacob Eason. Yeah. Which, actually, if you're going to take a risk and not draft a quarterback, ride with the guy from Mount Lake Harris. Ride <laughs> with the hometown kid. Right. He's the prototype, can sling it. Just give him a shot. And he's cheap. So, I mean, why not? He they probably will give him a shot at some point. Yeah. I'd say he's give him a shot. Because so. Drew Locke just isn't the answer. He wasn't the answer in Denver. He ain't the answer in Seattle. That's for damn sure. So, all right, yeah, let's move on to Carson Wentz, man. The other big trade. Carson Wentz traded to the Washington Commanders. It's still weird saying that. I'm Now I'm used to football team. Now it's the Commanders, so I'm going to have to. Football team is better than Commanders. I, <laughs> I agree. It kind of had that soccer-y feel to it. It was unique. The only team in the league that had that name. But no anyway, logo. I, no logo. <laughs> but I digress. But anyway, yeah, Carson Wentz. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I, I think the Colts are making a mistake. I really do. I I I just I think Jim Irsay really overreacted to that that Jaguars loss. And again, I look, I, the playoffs were on the line. I totally get it. But you know, teams like the Bills, they lost to the Jags. You know, the Jets beat the Bengals. The Jets beat the Titans. I mean, it's the NFL. But I, now I don't think Carson Wentz is a great great quarterback. I don't. But again, it, it's just this league. Once you have something that you can at least commit to, like I feel like you have to do it. Like. You gotta search for that franchise quarterback. Now, is Carson Wentz a franchise quarterback? I, time will tell, obviously, with this commander move. But you know, I don't know. I just think Jim Irsay kind of overreacted. What, what's your take on that? I don't think he overreacted. I, it's Carson Wentz. It's not like pre. Do you think he's that tear. bad though? You know what I'm saying? Like not bad, but it's they're trying to they're trying to win. Yeah. But it's also like like we said with Seattle, who can you even bring in? Who who right now in a free agency or can you draft that you think is better than Carson Wentz? Yeah, and they don't have an early enough pick right. to take a to take one of the top yeah. quarterbacks. I, I I mean you got a guy like Jim. I think I honestly can definitely see you know Garoppolo going there now. Like he's got maybe the Steelers, the Colts, a team that you know already has established weapons. Mm-hmm. And I think I think they're probably going to make a run at, at, at Garoppolo for sure. Do you say Baker if Cleveland doesn't want yeah. the, the whole farm for him? Yeah, Baker. I, mean, I don't think he's getting that contract, so I think he's got one more year to prove himself. He doesn't. You know, I can see him moving on to a team like Deshaun Watson. Yeah, they got right. What's his situation? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, those are the three guys I think that teams are looking at. You know, Trubisky as well, even though I, I think he's terrible. But you know, <laughs> somehow, some way, that guy took the Bears to the playoffs twice. I don't know how. I guess it was that defense, but. But, but but you know I I don't know I just something about this trade that, you know but but I like it for the commanders because 
you know, they were kind of like, you know, they don't really have a quarterback. You know, Henneke, uh, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I just think they're looking for a guy that, you know, has playoff experience, even though Carson Wentz kind of doesn't. But, you know, he had that one great year, and I think a lot of teams are hanging on to that. They're really hanging on to that MVP season that he had before he got hurt. So we'll see. And even the commanders tried to trade for Russ. They offered, like, God, they must offer. The farm. Like, yeah, the farm of draft picks. You know, so it's not a surprising move, but I don't know, man. Something about this trade kind of irks me a little bit. I don't know what it is, but you I know, think they're just trying. Yeah. They realize Henneke's not the guy, right? Which Henneke had his 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 moment. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's but he's true. not the guy. Probably right, good. No. He's a solid backup that yes. can come in and win you a game or two. Yes, if your QB goes down, or he's the guy like, hey, we're rebuilding. We're gonna pay you ten million to rebuild. What do you say? Yeah, you know, kind of like a Matt Flynn where he didn't even play and he made like thirty million guaranteed. <laughs> From the Seahawks, right? <laughs> and he had that one good game where he threw like six touchdowns. Yeah, and Green Bay. And yeah, Green against Bay the when Lions. Out and yep. Seattle's like, well, we're going to Tavares. We need you. And right, so here right, we go. But right, yeah. it's there's no one on the market. And it's just like, like you said, franchise quarterbacks are so hard to come by. But I just think they're reaching. I just think it's just like, because Wentz couldn't do it with Frank Wright, who was the guy that was coach for him in Philly. Yeah, he was. And yeah. he was on a better team in Indianapolis than I think that Philadelphia team was. I think they just had so much momentum when they won that Super Bowl. They were just riding it. Because the team was okay. I mean, obviously they're Super Bowl champions, right? But if you look, that same team kind of was constructed the next year. They didn't even make the playoffs. So I think they just had a whole ride momentum. You know, Nick Foles, that whole thing. Good story, whatever. They won it, right? Well, they haven't done anything since. Right. And they it's like the year no. before that. So it's Somehow just, they made the playoffs this year. I don't know. How the hell they managed to do that with and and Jalen Hurts isn't the answer either. No, I don't think so either. No, and that, no, and no. that's saying a lot. If Pete Carroll was like, we don't even want him and your three first round picks for right, Russ, right? Right. I think that's more. We don't also want him in the NFC. Yeah, true. That was true. Like, we don't want yeah, him, we don't yeah, want I him going to that a was rival. a priority for this. Which is crazy though. He's going to Denver and Denver plays in Seattle this year. Yep. So there's going to be a yep. homecoming. Yep. And watch it be week one. Just watch it be week one. I think they're going to let them be like, okay, uh, you guys you know, suck. It'll be a Sunday night game probably. And the thing was, it's like, I didn't see any jersey burning for, oh, for Russ, yeah. right? I didn't see I any didn't jersey burning, either. which no, no, no. you don't burn it. It's no. kind of like a like Tom Brady. He rode it out for not the same amount, 20 years and six Super Bowls, right? Right, right. But Russ was there for 10, you know? 10, 10 he got decade. a Super Bowl. And, yeah, but yeah. like with Brady, it's like people are like, oh, well, like we're upset, but we're not mad. Of course you want Brady. You're never going to, you know what you're going to yeah. get in return. But it's just like, everyone's just like, no, like, thank you. You know, it's the same with Russ. It's like, dude, you're our first actual, like, he had Matt Hassel back. Yeah. But, like, he's the first guy to be the franchise guy. He brought you a Super Bowl. He right. was an MVP caliber type player. Like, he, if I were a fan, the I'd community be like, yeah, he was in, right. Know? Oh, he's great. Great with that. He's with, great with the community. Oh, for it's sure. Just, yeah. That, that's that guy. It's just, it was just time. Like, like we were saying, we backtracked again back to Russ because that's the big topic for the whole week and yeah. all the sports right yeah, now. And yeah. it's just, I don't know. With, with, like, like I said, with Philly, like, they haven't been good. Like, they're not good. Right. They're and, not and actually, Super they're saying Bobby Wagner might be a guy to go to Philly. Right. And, like, I guess when I think back, Philadelphia did sign Chris Long and someone else from New England after that Super Bowl, the 28-3 to game. Yep. But it's like, it was the same guys New England used, so it wasn't like they got these, like, stud guys. It's just these guys at the end of the careers playing hard to win. Yeah. Where just Philly is just, I don't know. I don't know. You're from the East Coast. Like, what's your take on Philly fans and like the city of Philadelphia? I wouldn't oh, want to be a, be a player in Philly. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. They're ruthless. Like, I remember I went to. Uh, I'm a Nuggets fan. Never Nuggets fan. I went to a Sixer game. I remember I wore an Al Harrington jersey. I actually got it signed by him, which was pretty cool. But man, when I because I, the Nuggets won, they beat him up pretty bad. And this was before Joel. I mean, maybe it was with Embiid, but he just wasn't playing. And man, I, I got cursed at so much. 
like wearing that jersey, leaving the Wells Fargo <laughs> Center. I'm like, get me the hell out of here, man. I so never again am I ever going to wear an, an opposing jersey to a Philly game. That's for sure. But no, I, yeah, I mean, I'm with you, man. I, I don't think Philly's very good, and you know, with this whole Wentz thing, like, you know, like you said, teams are just desperate, man. They they really desperate for quarterbacks, and that's like the what we always talk about. It's the most important position, and. You know, they're really letting us know that by, you know, trading for a guy who's not really that proven, to be perfectly honest. But again, I I don't know. That's just the NFL. You know, you got to find a quarterback. That's the number one uh, search for every GM out there. Now, another big, big name out there. Um, Amari Cooper set to be released. They're yeah. Saying. Yeah. And he's yeah. a thousand yard receiver. I know. And Dallas is letting him go because it's cap. Right. Do you think that's a dumb move and they should let Zeke go? I know we didn't have oh, that yeah. written down, but Zeke it's like because just... Zeke's been paid ninety million, right? To and run, Tony to run kind of than... has outplayed him in the past couple of years. Zeke's averaging less than four yards a carry, right? And he's got a big, big since he's gotten that contract, he hasn't been the same player. I mean, let's just be real, you know. So now I'm with you on that. I'm totally with you. I would keep Amari over over Ezekiel Elliott because you would kill to have two thousand yard receivers, right? That a quarter a quarterback, and especially a running they're all back. in on Dak too. I mean. And, the, and that weapons. puts the pressure on Dak. It's like, right. you still couldn't do this with a thousand yard receiver. It's like, right. they're regressing. They're degressing. I agree. They're not even, because I think they're going to try and bring like Adams on or all that. I'm surprised they didn't try to make a move for Russ, honestly. Right. Just to get rid of Dak's contract. Right, right. Where it's right. like, kind of just swap him around. But it's, I don't know, just like Cooper. It's just, he's a thousand yard receiver. You don't get that often. I mean, who, who were a pair of thousand yard receivers this last year? I mean, I mean, it's where where Metcalf and Lockett won. I want to say close, yeah. I want to say close. I mean, I know you had Cup and Cup and before Robert <coughs> before Woods, Robert was on Woods pace. got hurt. Yeah, he was on pace for that. I mean, yeah, Tyreek and Kelsey. If you want to throw that in yeah, there, I mean, sure. you could throw a tight end tandem. So for yeah, sure. Debo Samuel and Kelsey. Kid I mean, Kittle. but like receivers though, I can't. Godwin Evans, you know, I mean, yeah. that was there for Godwin. Yeah, got hurt. true, true. Yeah. But you don't you don't get two thousand yard receivers like that. If you do, it's it's rare, but that can produce. I think there's more to it. I think Cooper wanted Mark Cooper wanted more touches. Sure. I think because he was like the guy and CD came in. You know when he got drafted, he's the guy. Mm-hmm. They took him like like tenth overall or something tenth, like that. Yeah. Yep. And yep, yep. where do you think he lands? Do you think? Well, I think I think CD's the guy now for sure. You know he's going to be the guy that they hopefully dra- that they drafted, hoping he would turn into. You know, and uh, but when you take a look at that division, I mean now Terry McLaurin's like the best receiver in the in the division in my opinion. I mean it's it's tight between him and CD, but. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, at least Wentz will have someone to throw to this time. I mean, I know Pittman was, you know, he was he was up and coming in 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 Indianapolis. Ty Hilton was always hurt, but yeah, it's it's interesting, man. I mean, the teams are really starting to be like, you know what, we got to save money now. Like we're it's all about saving money. It's all about getting near that cap, and you know, so we'll see. But I, I just don't like the move in general for Dallas because again, he was a main target of Dak, and Dak is a guy who, you know, he's very loyal to these targets that he throws to. You know, like like Dalton Schultz, like. He'll, he'll hopefully he'll emerge, but yeah, I didn't like the move. I didn't like it at all, to be honest. Where do with you it. think Cooper lands now? Ooh, that's a tough one, man. I mean, maybe a team like Atlanta—they need a receiver with that whole Cal- <laughs> oh, Calvin God. Ridley situation. I can see it. I can definitely see it. A- Atlanta's like Atlanta. Um, I say New England. Oh, New England okay. needs a number yeah, yeah. one next to they do. Gabriel. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those. They need a number one. Yes. And Jones proven he can sling the ball. You got your good, but you need a number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now that you got released after a thousand yards, with the possible contender going into next season, what everyone thought they were going to be, Dallas, you could probably get him for a little cheaper, and then still build around because they have cap space this year too to bring more guys on again, right, which a lot right. a lot of contending teams have. I can see Miami being one. 
That's a team that needs a receiver. Needs a receiver. Jack, and, well, I, well and, and him and um, Tua know each other. They yeah, played together, didn't right, they? Right, right, yeah. And, Alabama, yeah. And then, I mean, Philly needs a number one. Right. Philly needs a number one. I mean, does Seattle take a risk and try and get a three-headed monster for a, for a young quarterback? Sure. KC. KC yeah. needs 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 a guy. Um, I'll say the Jets only because they need a top receiver. They don't the, have a top the receiver. The Jets need a number one. Yeah. And, yeah. But it's like Cooper's got to – I mean, you could you miss Ted going, going to Buffalo? I mean, right. there's a lot of teams that could use that a number one or even a number two, but a tandem guy. Yeah. Um. Do you see a reunion with the Raiders? I could see it. Yeah. I. I mean, I think the Rams really set a precedent of getting really, really valuable, good players onto your roster. Like, get as much as you can, go all in, and then maybe it'll work out for you. And just you know, in the case of 2022, it worked out for him. You know, so. Yeah, I think I think it's a smart move for a lot of teams who don't have a number one, but also Jacksonville a team, for Lawrence. Right, exactly, exactly. But it could also be a team that's looking just to stack talent like the Rams did. Yeah, and the you can't count them out because you don't yeah. know if Woods oh, is yeah. coming back, and you don't know, and you don't know if Odell's coming back right. either. Which I think Odell's going to go back to the Rams. I, I, I think they did well by him. Yeah, and they yeah. showed him like you can still play, and he wants to be in L.A. Yeah, sure. and yeah. that's that's just him. He's in L.A. Guy. Yeah, he is. Like, I mean, sure. he's, I think he's from Louisiana, and then but he's he a big LSU, city kind of guy. He's a big city guy. Yeah. Baton Rouge just wasn't big enough for him. Right. New Orleans, you know, you need the big city life. He thrived in New York. Yeah, there you go. And he went to Cleveland. It's just more like, even with the big city distractions, I felt that like kept him at peace. Like you said, just that there was something about a big city. Where, yeah. Like, Cleveland's a big city, but let's be honest. I mean, it's not. LeBron's no. from the area. And he, he, you know, he, <laughs> he hated left twice. His life. Right, right. He left twice. <laughs> so. Right, right, right. Yeah. No, but what's your take on that Ridley? I mean, that wasn't. I oh, mean, we're kind of just going through some stuff. I mean, what's your take on that? Fifteen hundred dollars. Is that what it was? Fifteen hundred bucks on parlays. Man, I was 1, reading. Fifteen hundred bucks cost them what? Ten million. Ten million. Ten million. That's the worst odds and loss you could probably right. think of for <laughs> if you want to be a gambler. Say, he gambled and he lost big time. Yeah, it's, I, I think Roger Goodell is just setting a precedent. You know, uh, you know, you can't bet on games, and that's the bottom line. So, you know, and it's I, just not it, any sports, not your own. They don't care about that. Oh, so when I know. baseball, they yeah, as long yeah. as you're not betting on your own sport. Now, did he bet on the Falcons as well? Falcons to win oh, on a parlay with the Falcons to win, and oh, so it's boy. just like so it's not like Pete Rose style of gambling, but it's it's like, dude, you can't do that. You know no, you just say like, ah, oh, we fall in the parlay, you know, and he's like, I bet fifteen hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's also well now that fifteen hundred you bet just cost you ten million, and pot not your career, but it's like people are gonna be like, eh, you're yeah. kind of a problem now. Like, do we really want you on the team? Because he does produce, right? So a team, a contender, could get him for cheap. Yeah, if it's yeah. all said and done, or if you're well, look, if Josh Gordon can keep getting back into the league, I think oh, Calvin, God. Calvin Ridley can, you know, because he's Antonio Brown. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. I mean, they, you know, they've gotten a lot of guys have gotten second chances. I, I think he will as well. But yeah, that story was just you're reading it on your phone. And you're like, got suspended for the whole year. What, what the hell did he do? Bet, betting on his own team. It's like, geez, man, like what are you doing? At least his own team. Yeah, they're right, gonna win. Right, yeah, yeah, but. I mean, it'd be hard for me to bet on my own team if they were trash. <laughs> Which we're gonna they win. are. Right. We're gonna win, but it's, I mean, it's like betting, man. So you're you're Rogers guy. I wasn't oh. your Rogers guy, but okay. Let's, so he let's, signed let's four get to years. Our favorite topic. Four years, two hundred million. Yeah. You know where I stand with Rogers before I start doing my rant. So and what's I, and your I take? I, I think the guy is. I I think he's a, a mess to deal with for sure, but. Yeah, I, I I think the logical decision was to come back to Green Bay. Now, I didn't really know that all this money was the issue. You know, I thought it was like, how are the Packers going to contend for a Super Bowl instead of money? And it turned out to be money. But, you know, look, I mean, Rodgers the back-to-back MVP. He certainly deserves to be well-paid. That much, I don't know, because, again, you're kind of screwing with your team's options of who they can sign to help Rodgers out, you know? So hopefully it's structured in a way that they can do that, but... 
I, I thought the logical decision was to come back. I didn't think he was going to, to be honest with you. I thought that that Instagram post the other day was just like very sappy and oh my god, I you know thank you everybody for a great time in Green Bay, and I really thought that was it, but. No, you know, he, he kind of woke up and finally said, yeah, my best bet is probably to stay in the NFC because Brady's gone. We don't really know what's going on with Trey Lance. You know, but the, the is Ram- he gone? There's talks for San Fran for Brady. Right, right. So if that if, if, if Brady doesn't come <laughs> back, you know, he's got a pretty clear path to not the Super Bowl, but but at least the division because that division is so bad. You know, the Vikings are rebuilding. We don't really know how Justin Fields is going to play, you know, the Lions are the Lions. Oh. So, you know, I thought it was the logical decision. But again, Aaron, in typical Aaron Rodgers fashion, he's got to drag it out. He's got to, you know, even yesterday tweeting, there, there really is no deal on the table. Aaron, there's a deal on the table. You're coming back because you want to be the highest paid player. We get that. But, you know, this this to me, this really even shouldn't have been a thing. I, I mean, I thought he was going to leave, but I always thought that Green Bay was the most logical choice, to be honest with you. So, I think it's just a matter of respect. So it's like, so now what's what's the deal with Jordan Love? Right. You know, you take that guy. And yeah, then, I mean, he's stuck. He's stuck, and does a team trade for him? You know, like, it's the unknown. Yeah. We didn't do well in his one game, but it's like, really, what guys do in their first game. Not everyone's a Russell Wilson or a Tom, you know, a Tom Brady right. in their first game. So it's like, there's going to be the learning curve. I think Devontae Adams was out that game too. So it's not like he had number a number one guy to throw to. Oh, the, and Lazard uh, the was out game. Yeah, the Chiefs in the Chiefs game. game. And yeah, so it's yeah, yeah. and speaking of uh, they they re-signed Adams to the franchise for twenty million, which yeah, I think he's tag. worth. He's he's top three in the league. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The thing with Rodgers is just like, God, he's a prima donna man. Oh, he I, is. I know oh, they, I know they give they 100%. give they give receivers the bad rap, but it's like this guy, it's like it's a lot to I deserve with. this. I deserve that. I'm Aaron Rodgers. Do, 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 do. I'm the greatest. I throw like three picks a year. Yeah, but you get bounced in the second round right. every year yes, to yes. teams. And then you cr- not cry, but you're like, when they bounced them out the year before that or whatever it was, when San Fran beat them in the playoffs like the first time before this last time, this last season. Well, come play in Green Bay where it's negative six and wind and snow and yeah. see how you fare. Well, they beat you yeah. on your home turf. So they now there's no excuse. <laughs> And it's just like attention's been on you the whole where the it, it's just I can't stand the guy I really can't and it's just like he's so good where you can't stand him where it's just like because he's cocky but it's like an arrogant cocky yeah you know like where Tom Brady was cocky but he's like I can get better well there's a difference between being cocky harder. and confident you know what I mean like some guys are confident but yeah some guys are cocky no and he's just he's it. like arrogant cocky where she's yeah. like you just want to punch him in the face I like know. cocky like I can't stand yeah. him well here's a question for you. I mean are we gonna deal with this again next year depends, oh yeah hundred percent yeah it depends on how long the contract is I guess but hundred percent what if they get bounced again in the playoffs what if they don't make the playoffs and then it's like oh, okay well or, well they're gonna make the playoffs that division's right. just too weak exactly. for them yeah, not so to to not make but the if playoffs. it blows up again you know if if it, if they lose in a certain fashion like they did against the Niners team who didn't score an offensive touchdown like it, it I, I think we're going to be back here again next year is Rogers going to retire is he going to request a trade because it didn't work out and it, it's just I don't know I just think he's got him hang, dangling you know like he's, he's got him by the ball yes say. he's got him yeah, by the ball yeah and yeah I think what I think this is I think it's a way to get him traded I really do. They're they're restructuring. So he's the highest paid, richest quarterback at fifty million a year Man. for four years to two hundred million, right? Which he's not worth. I mean, you could say he's worth it because it's stats talking, but it's like but he's thirty nine. He's thirty nine yeah, years I old. Yeah. He's thirty nine years old. It's a lot of and money to be given a thirty nine year old. And I mean, look at Brady. I mean, Brady was forty three, but then he won a Super Bowl. Yeah, but he wasn't being paid fifty million either. He's being paid twenty five, the most in his career, and he still took a pay cut, which right. is crazy to say. Another yeah. topic for another time. Yeah, sure, but. I think he's, they're going to make a move. I think Indy's going to try and make a move for him. I really do. I think Indy, 
they'll try and do some picks and all that. Once the once he gets signed, he'll sign that and the teams are gonna they're gonna push for it, knowing that's cap friendly, which is crazy to think fifty million is cap oh, friendly. Man. And then I could see Indy, I could see Pittsburgh. I mean, there's teams like that where it's like they're they're a quarterback away. Where Pittsburgh's more than that, but an Aaron Rodgers could change that. So I'm sure they're like, yeah, we would have loved Aaron last year instead of Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, you know. And so it's I just the guy bugs me. <laughs> no, he bugs, it's just, it's he just bugs like, me too. I love his I love the way he plays the game, but he, he off the field he definitely oh great on the field, but it's yeah, just like yeah. even it's not even like his press conferences. It's just like it's the way he talks. It's just the, and, and all yeah. this and then. The the only ring he had in his life was with his girlfriend he engaged, and he took that one away too. And it's just like, do you agree though? Do you think Aaron? Rod- I mean, he needs another Super Bowl, right? Like he, for his legacy. Yeah, I can. You really, know what I, I mean? Can give, I could care less to you know what to, to <laughs> if he may if he want another one or not. But I'm just you speaking just in general of his legacy. I think a lot of people are like, okay, I would well, say if you want to talk goat conversation, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like Peyton Manning. Peyton right. Manning had one ring for so long and kept getting bounced out, kept getting bounced out. Yeah, honestly, it's the same career as Peyton Manning. If you think about it, yeah, you look point. at their statistics. Great seasonal quarterbacks. Yeah, regular greatest, season quarterbacks. Greatest seasonal quarterbacks yes. of all time. Yeah, but when it came to playoffs, it was always. Well, this happened. It's like, well, well, maybe you shouldn't throw in that pick in a crucial time. You right, didn't do it all season, right. but you decided to do it in the fourth quarter. Yeah, in a loss. I agree with you on that. Yeah, it's just if you, and it's crazy. I never thought of it until like just now, but yeah, they really have the same career. It's like phenomenal, phenomenal seasons, regular season. You get to the playoffs, and it's like, eh, it's a first round bounce out. Yeah. Oh, it's you got home field, and you still get bounced out. Yep. You made the NFC Championship. Oh, well, you still got bounced. He just needs out. that, you know. And I'm not. I, I just think he needs another ring. I forget like making it. I, I, I really do think for his legacy in terms of is he one of the greatest of all time? You know, f- throwing the ball for sure. But in terms of winning, I, I think that's important to him. And, and I, honestly, I don't think I don't. He says he's competitive and it's all about winning, but I don't think it really is. Oh, some of that, it's money. That, yeah. If that was the case, he wouldn't be taking fifty million. Right. right. Now, yeah. You know. And so I agree. yeah, they're like, oh, well, I got about another four years in me, give or take, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, here we go. You know, <laughs> that's how I just see it with him. I, I'm I'm actually hoping they win the Super Bowl because then we don't have to deal with this crap next year. Like, you know, I just I'm I'm so tired of the drama between Rodgers and the Packers. It's like, just say you're gonna play until you retire and then just leave it at that. You know, but um, you know, like I said, I I feel like if they if it all falls down again like it did this year, we're back then. You know, in 2023, well, where does he go? Is he coming back? Is he retiring? Is he hosting Jeopardy? Is he, you know, so no, I'm with you. I, I he bugs me too, but you know, can't stand him. Can't stand him. <laughs> I can, I can only hate being a Green Bay fan. Right. Yeah. No. Well, you know, it's nice to have a quarterback, though. I will say that. You know me. Yeah. So you know I mean, me. that really covers football, baseball. Not much move. Looks like sounds yeah, like they're gonna it, cancel games through the 14th. You were 14th, saying. Yeah, I got the alert on my phone, or you know, they're uh, if they don't reach a deal, I think by. Tuesday, next Tuesday, is it? Or maybe it was this Tuesday, but... This Tuesday, they, they could have saved 162 games. Right, right. Where, I mean, like, so it's funny. So I've been seeing stuff. So Rachel Luba, she's a, the agent, the first female agent in baseball, right? Yep. I see some TikToks. She explains people saying like, oh, well, what about this? Players making millions, all that, right? Well, she hit a good, good, she hit a good point where April is the slowest month for baseball. Right. It's cold in a lot of places. It's not really like ballpark friendly weather. It's not the hey, let's go eat a hot dog and a beer and go watch a game. It's sure. not that weather. Unless you're in like Arizona or something like Arizona that. Arizona or your Yankees. But they're not going to those games anyway. Unless, so. unless you're like a hardcore. So like the you're Yankees, right. yeah, the, the, the right, Mets, right, Boston, right. Yeah. you know, yeah. LA, but LA is nice and warm year round. Right. You can even say Philly. Yeah, for baseball I, yeah, with, oh, a yeah, good, yeah, with their for good sure. team. Um, 
owners actually lose money in the month of April, so they really don't care about this month. Right. They're like, okay, well, we'll actually save more money, and we're prorating player salaries the rest of the year. We're actually going to save more money if we canceled games in April because you're putting for the staff in the stadiums. You're putting for the player salaries and then all this and that. So really, owners are like, oh, we could go without April. We're fine. Yeah. We're fine without it. And right. if they if they, if they, if they would open their books and show like, hey, no, we did have games, they would have done it already. And what bugs me is I cannot, like Aaron, I cannot stand Rob Manfred. I wish Mason was here right now. Yeah, you know, he'd be going off. Because like, he's like, oh, we're going to cancel games. And he's smiling, saying it on yeah, a podium. He's so smug. He's yeah. so smug. He's a rat. I can't stand him. He, remember I said he had that face and he just want to punch you? That's Rob Manfred. <laughs> That is Rob Manfred. Like, I want to go up and just pow, you yeah, know, right, right in his right face. Shout out to Stan Brothers, pow, yeah. <laughs> you know? It's just like, <laughs> I can't stand him. Like, yeah. Bud Selig was one thing. Oh, But yeah. at, le- at least he loved the game, and, and he was just like, you know, we're going to figure this out because we're not missing it. But Bud Selig's like, oh, well, they, the owners don't want to do it. We're not doing it. Sucks to suck, I guess, you yeah. know? Just, when, when you're smiling, how much people dish on Roger Goodell? He he has enough integrity for the game to be. If he's gonna smile behind, he's gonna smile behind closed doors, not on a podium. That's true. Manfred's just uh, even Adam Silver. He wears his emotions on his sleeve, type of guy. Yep. And it's just he's yeah. like, you know what? This is the way it is. We're gonna figure it out and all that. And then they do eventually. They figure stuff out. Their salary cap and all that. People dish on Goodell, but he's very business and he doesn't want games missed. Even during COVID, we're not missing. Oh games. yeah, yeah. Good point. You know, and, and yeah. then same with Silver. They did the whole bubble for the NBA. Right, right. right. Silver is very emotional, but he's very smart about it. Sure. Like he he looks out for the for the for the franchises and the players. Right. So he's like he everyone, works for the owners and the everyone's players. gonna be able yeah. to coincide and live. Right. And the NFL's right. kind of getting there. It's just it's harder for salaries when you have fifty three players you got to play pay for. Yeah, right? for sure. As for opposed ML, to for MLB, 12. they're like, sure, well. We we don't have to, we don't have a salary cap. Players don't make money off their likeness within a, within the fr- within our organization. That's why they don't open the books. So they don't want to see how much they actually profit. And it's just when you're standing up there with that smug smile, yeah. saying, "Well, looks like we're canceling games." It's like, it's how like, much? Well, take and it's some like, accountability, man. It's like you take know? some accountability, and it's yeah. just like from there it should be you make money. The the commissioner should make money. Off of how many games are played a season, too. So right. you're not losing. So yeah, you're true. losing a right. paycheck like money, the right. players. Uh, what was my question I was going to ask? Who do you think caves first, the players or the owners? I, th- I think they're going to be in the middle. Mm. I Because th- I what I was seeing beforehand was, like you said, I know the games got canceled. Like, for work, I got a little bit, just a little bit sidetracked with work. Right. But I was just going to say sidetracked. It's my job. You no, know? Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> it's just on the... I was trying to pay attention, and it looks like the last thing was like that international draft. Right, right. Which they think needs to be implemented because it's, sh- it's not... Fair, a team offers that guy that much money and just goes to the Yankees, mm-hmm. goes to the Mets, these big ones. Right? Yeah, Where right, right. They're like, no, there should be at least a 10-round draft or something. I'm just throwing a number out there because I haven't read too much, but it looks like they couldn't come to a conclusion on that. Everything else was kind of in the middle. They, they're like, all right, we can do this, we can do that, player salary, whatever, arbitration. But the international draft was like the big one now, and that's where they just canceled it. Or not canceled, but they're like, ah, yeah, we're not in a deal yet. Yeah, and at, just- least, at least they're meeting. It's not like, hey— How's your coffee? Good. Well, we don't have a plan, so yeah. That whole thing where they week. they met for like fifteen minutes that just pissed me off. I'm like, come on, man. You can, you, you you know why you're there. It's like don't don't just be petty and be like, oh, we don't agree. Fifteen minutes. This is over. Bye. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, like, and that I think that's more of ownership. Of course, yeah. you never know. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, get a you gotta get a new commissioner. Oh, no, God, yeah. players don't respect him. They, don't they call like him a him. clown. And after he called the World Series just a piece of hardware. Oh yeah, you know? very disrespectful. Yeah, it's just people players are like, oh, I guess you don't understand what. 
we have to do to win this piece right. of metal. Yeah. And it's just he's just a businessman, and that's why the owners wanted him. Where it's go. like, like go. I said, Goodell is a businessman, but he knows he needs those players and the owners to have a middle ground, mm-hmm. or he doesn't get paid. Right. Or Manfred, he doesn't care. He's like, because he's still he's still getting paid no matter what. Oh, the yeah. owners are saving money in the month of April, not hosting games. There you go. And so, so it's really no skin off their teeth, is what you're saying. Exactly. Where the players are hurting now, it's going to prorate. Right. And everyone's like, well, they're making billions of dollars. It's like, eh, not, not everybody. Not really. Yeah, not everybody. Not everyone's a Mike Trout. Especially not, the minors, you know, the guys who get well, called up. And, yep. And, and it's like these, the for the arbitration guys where they're making just, it's still a lot of money, but it's like they're not making seven figures. Right. So it's just like they're, they're not making the money that. they should be making. And it's just, it's just the, yeah. How people just look at it. I'm trying to think of the word right now where they're just like, oh, they're making millions. It's like, no, nah, do a little bit of research. It's yeah, yeah. Not everyone's making millions. You know, guys like Mike Trout will be fine, but guys like Jared Kelnick might not be, you know? Yeah. Well, I think Kelnick's got a decent contract, but it's it's still in like the retrospect. It's right. like, yeah, the uh, of it. if, if a guy gets thrown up, not thrown up, but like put up, called up to the to the MLB, he's only making like 500K, right. which in our world, we're like, damn, I'd kill for 500K, but. The the traveling you do and the housing you got to have and all that it's just like you're not five hundred thousand isn't anything to forty five million a year. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Trout has, really that, has on a wad of cash. He tips that at a restaurant. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's just he's some tipper. I love that about it's him. just hindsight. It's just people need to be not so like inconsiderate of it because there are people and it's like you do pay to watch them play. You do pay for the game they put on in front of you and yeah. all that. And it's just. I don't know. It's just like you say, oh, they're making millions. Who cares? Well, it's just like, yeah, well. But you got to realize those not millions, everybody they, is. You know? Not everyone is. I feel bad. You know, and I think the MLB, I don't know. I, I think I saw something that uh, might be the Players Association. They're creating a fund for the workers for the stadiums, you know, mm-hmm. and I those are the people I feel for because no baseball, no workers at the stadiums. Spring you know? training was one. They're like, they had a proposal to pay the employees that yeah. used to do that. So, But right. that's good, too. Yes. Yeah. Because it's not only is it the players, like you're saying. Which it's almost interesting me forget about those people, the stadium workers, yeah. the guys give you the garlic fries and the ushers yes. and and the hawkers. Get your popcorn, yeah. yeah. You know it's they're they're valuable to the franchise too. And sure. It's just like yeah, they bring the atmosphere to the. There's game. more impact than just the owners right. and the players. There's actual people, like you could even say front office people are probably like, oh, mar- there's nothing to market. I can't do anything. Right. right. You know I right. can't do anything. I can't. I no one's buying anything. Don't they even know when a season started? Like. I can say right now, we sell a Mariners package for the radio stations, right? I can't go sell that until, or even tell people about it. I can tell people about it, but yeah. I'll come back when we know we're having a season. Right, exactly. And that's where kind of the front, some front office workers, like you can say marketing, where they're like, I can't really give you an answer yet because we don't know we're actually starting. So yeah. I can't do this. So there, yeah. there's more hurting than just players and sure. the owners. And the owners aren't hurting. They're actually like, oh, I'm oh, yeah. actually saving money for not you know, it's, taking the field in April. There's been this um, narrative today that, you know, like they're talking about, and just real quick, I just want to jump back to the the yeah. Raiders just real quick. But the reason why I say that is because like they're saying, well, Mark Davis is the poorest owner. I'm like, the poorest owner is how can you classify him as being poor? It's just crazy. Like, I, and, which I just like, what do you classify as poor? It's just because he's not dumping all because he's not Jerry world. Jones. It's yeah, like, you know, he's a billionaire still. Well, I mean, billionaire, and also he moved into Vegas. So he's right, gonna, he's got the money for that. Yeah. He's making a lot of money. So anyway, but uh, I digress. But but yeah, I you know. So just in case if you guys don't know, they're canceling games up until April fourteenth. At the moment, if they don't get a deal done, April fourteenth will you know. And again, you want April first, but at this point, it's like just get the deal done. I'll take April fourteenth. You know? I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. I'll take it. So and then players should fight. Oh, we're missing games because you guys not agreeing. 
we want our full set. And that'd be a whole other thing. Yeah. I mean, if you really want to go that far. But right, it's just right, like, right, right, right. It, it was a good hindsight for, shout out to Rachel Luba, you know, for just giving those little facts. Yeah, that's People probably knew that, but not the average person. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that either. No, I didn't either. It makes sense, though. It is the coldest and slowest month of the year. Right. Because then really that's then guys get called up in May. And then you're like, okay, this team's gonna be good. Let's start going to the ballpark. Yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, I can't wait, man. It's gonna be fun. It's, you know, now, but but I will say it makes baseball more exciting for fans like me because I'm not a diehard baseball fan. But it's like once it comes back, I'm gonna be more interested in it. And there's still big free agents out there. Yeah, Chris that's Bryant. the other thing. Trevor Story, like, there's yeah. a lot of guys out there still where it's just uh, like Correa. Oh yeah, Correa is another one. Mason yeah. was actually saying he's thinking Chicago. That's what he keeps saying. Yeah, Chicago. We'll Cubs. see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll what see. But it's hopefully not the Yankees. That's. Yankees that get enough players. No, no more Yankees. Enough players to not win. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And they don't even win. Crazy. But uh, all right. So our last topic of the show, of course, March Madness. You know, the conference tournaments are underway. The the Big East started today. You know, Seton Hall plays Georgetown. If they lose to Georgetown, we've lost 20 straight. I'm going to be really upset next episode. But uh, Seton Hall will make the tournament, though. I'm excited about that. But, but team, you know, it's March Madness, man. It's so fun. Like, the buzzer beaters, the drama. You know, we've seen fights in the stands between Wagner and I forget who else they were playing, but uh, it's just March is is really fun, and especially when you get into the conference tournaments, it's like the party, it's like the pregame before the party. You know, so I mean, I'm just excited for it, and of course, it looks like Gonzaga they won their conference tournament, they beat St. Mary's, number one overall. Yep, they're going to be number one overall in the tournament for the second straight year. So, you know, look, I know Seen Hall's not going to win it, but I'll root for. I'll root for uh, for Gonzaga. We appreciate one. that as here on the West Coast. That's time yeah. we bring one one home. But yeah, at this point, I'm just gonna go West Coast like rooting for us. Like I'm gonna go for Gonzaga. They're my they're my pick to win it all this year. I just don't see anyone stopping them. Chet Holmgren's been coming up. He's yeah. defensive player of the year in the WCC. Yep, I mean, he's gonna yep. be a lottery pick if he wants to enter. He will it's be. just yep. And then Drew Timmy's on. He's been doing well. They they got good leadership and a cord. Mark View just I. People are saying last year it's just like, but that Baylor team was stacked too. Where yeah, there's a lot of teams where it's like a couple weeks ago, all the top for the first time ever in NCAA history in men's basketball, all top the top six lost. Yeah, it just shows the landscape is balanced in college basketball this year, even for the top ten. And it's like Gonzaga's just been more the more consistent, even if they played in the Pac-12s, so they play like the Arizonas, the UCLA, yeah, they the still Oregon's, win. Yeah, they would still they they'd lose. They probably go like one and one with Arizona, right. one and one with UCLA, but it's like. They'd be smacking those other teams like the UWs and the Wazoo's and the Oregon States and Arizona State, my alum. You know, shout out to them, but we're not that good. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, right, to be right. real, it's we're, we're the party school that yeah. everyone likes and that's warm the party weather school year round. James Harden went to that's exactly. What I you know, to it as. And, yeah. <laughs> oh, and don't forget uh, Vontez Burfitt oh, or Bur- whatever his name is, Mister. Oh, take God. your head off. And Terrell Suggs. Terrell that's true. Suggs Terrell Suggs, Suggs yeah. Super Bowl champ, but. Yeah. If they play in a harder division, I mean, they, they'd they be fine. Or a conference, I should say. Right, right. So, I just, you can't sleep on Arizona. Arizona's stacked. and But, honestly, my sleeper's Tennessee. Tennessee. They're a top top 15 team most of the year. But yep. you were saying their coach's name. Rick Barnes. Um, Rick Barnes. And Rick Barnes, that system they're running, I was watching them play Kentucky when they upset Kentucky. Right. When they went to Kentucky, it was fifth in the nation at that time. Yeah. The pick and rolls they run to get their shooters open, they are sharp. Shooters. I mean, there's no one in the nation that can compete with them on the outside. It's like right. Golden State in 2016, 2017. You're not going to compete on the outside, so you better beat them another way. Mm-hmm. And you better get around that those screens because they do high screens. Like the guy comes up to the three point line, the center of power forward, and sets a pick, like a pick and roll screen. And they do this whole, this whole other motion and play they run where 
it the the look is from the outside. It's not even inside. Right. They dish it and they kick it back out because you're collapsing. Team. It's yeah. And they're just that good at shooting. And they Kentucky's a good defensive team, and they they lit them up from the outside. And so that that is my sleep. Not really a sleeper, but like no, that's a good one. That's, I think I think they're going to be a four seed. Yeah. Where I think so. yeah. if they're opposite, I can see them and Gonzaga going at it. Right. And just the sharp shooting. Gonzaga doesn't have the sharp shooting. Like they're good shooters, but they're not like snipers. Right, like Tennessee, right, Tennessee's right. bad. Like bad in a good way. Like whew, they're bad, bad men from the way. outside. Right, yeah. Right. So I mean, yeah. that, that's mine. Do you have a sleeper in this one? Yeah. I mean, I, well, I don't know if they're a sleeper, but they just haven't won a title in so long. I mean, this Arizona team is really good. Uh, they have a ton of pros. Same thing with Auburn. Auburn's got a ton of pros on their team. They got Jalen Smith, who could be the number one pick uh, for the 2022 draft. But yeah, I'm gonna go with Arizona. I think Arizona. I think Gonzaga will probably be in the Final Four for sure. Um, you got to watch out for teams like Duke and Kentucky yep. just because they're the blue bloods, you know, and especially this being Mike Krzyzewski's last year. Uh, boy, they really – that was a buzzkill the other day. Man. Oh, yeah, like, let's, let's touch base on that real yeah, quick. That what, was what was a, your take on yeah, I actually watched that game. I so. did too. It was a buzzkill. I mean, North Carolina just completely spoiled the party and even uh, the sound that, that Mike Krzyzewski had at the end of the game where he's telling people to shut up and, <laughs> no, it's not acceptable. Like, you know, and he's right. I mean, it's not. Losing to North Carolina at home isn't acceptable. Especially on your – your last, last home game. game. Yeah. Oh, not the loss. They got their ass kicked. They did. Yeah, they didn't show up. He was right. They didn't show up. They didn't show up. So, yeah, I, I think uh, I thought that was a huge buzzkill, man. Tickets were going for like $6,000, yeah. more than Super Bowl. It's and it's like, not even that big of an arena. No, it's just like I get going to it, but it's like he'll probably be an analyst. You're going to see Coach K again. He'll yeah. be on something. Oh, for sure. You yeah. know, it's yeah. just like I get the hype for it, but it's like, dude, they got their ass kicked. They did. They didn't play kicked. well. Kicked. It's not a and, good, not a good start to the conference tournament for them. No, but know. I was, I was saying, uh, Jay, Jay Billison analysts were saying that's a good, that's good because now they're like, a little adversity. You, 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 that the adversity, but you're not under, you're not untouchable. Right. You just got smoked at home. Yeah. That's on my going away party, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's probably like you yeah. guys effed it up for me. Right. I had right. it. We had it in the bag, and you because they're only down two at one point. Yeah. And then like that last five minutes, they just fell apart. Yeah. And North Carolina didn't sit anyone. They kept their starters in because yeah. they're also competing for a spot There's, in the yes. tournament. Yeah, I think they will make it, but they lose that game. They don't have a good conference tournament. They're probably not going to make it. I so. think they're going to make it about halfway through the tournament, like the second, third round. Yeah. So I think they at least got to make it to the second round to, to be it because they're one of those, like, they're right on the bubble. Yeah. Whereas like, they get knocked on the first round. So they're not going anywhere. But, but, I really, but Duke, I think they're fourth in the nation still. I mean, they're the number one seed in the ACC. Yeah, I think they're I mean, top they're going to be a top. Sure. They're going to be a two seed no yeah, matter I what. Think, I so, think so. Yeah. I think yeah. they can make a run, but they're just not they're just not built. They're young. They're, they're depth. They're, they're young. really young. Lots a bunch of lotteries and one and yes. done. Where yes. Gonzaga and Arizona and Tennessee, all these guys have those th- second, three, four year there guys go. with a good freshman like it, say Gonzaga. You know what? And I think the last team to really do it was Kentucky back when Anthony Davis was on the team, where a young team can win it all. You know, mm-hmm. but even then they had Michael Kidd Gilchrist who was older. They had they had Terrence Jones who was older. So I think Portland uh, native. Uh, yeah, right. Yes, absolutely. Um, I, I think that you need a balance of both because it's really that's why Kentucky hasn't won in so long because again it's just all. Freshman, and yep. it, it, it's hard to go into a tournament. the The seismic effort of of a of a uh, you know an NCAA tournament, and and expect them to just run the table. I mean, it's tough. It's a tough thing to do. Yeah. It's tough, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, oh, we'll, we'll do a bracket. So let's yeah. do um. We'll, yeah. we'll sell one. I'll post it on the Instagram and the Facebook. 
We want to see who you th- from Sweet 16 up. So fill out your bracket, but we want to see, we'll go over Sweet 16s so and we yeah. think it's going to make it and all that. And we'll have one around here too. I mean, I'm trying to get people involved. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll drop 20 bucks for a bracket. <laughs> I'm down too, for that. Yeah. Too. yeah, absolutely. But it's more for fun. We'll, we'll post one and maybe we'll do a thing like uh, winner of the bracket, you know, can come and come in the studio with us one day and, and uh, record. Yeah. Go from there. I'm maybe we'll cool make it like that. a winner yeah. gets this, you know? Yeah. It's just such a fun time of the year, man. It, it, I mean, we're, we're poor radio people, so I mean, yeah, we, we right. can offer you a, a day in the studio with the podcast. But, yeah. But I mean, it's just, it's for fun, engage, and it's just everyone does it. It's like fantasy football. Yeah. It keeps Minus you more me, engaged. But it keeps you engaged. Yeah. And, yeah. And there's always those upsets. There's always that 11, that 11 12, 6 five, seed, that 12 yes. 5. It's Look out for, um, I saw them last night, uh, South Dakota State or North Dakota State, the Jackrabbits. They're a 12 seed. I'm, I guarantee you they'll win the first round, man. I'm telling you. Like one of those teams. Is gonna win first round. There's always, there's always a couple. Yeah, and there's always that like the playing for like the thir- the twelve seeds I think it is, and then they're the first round, yeah. the quote unquote, and then yeah. they play the six seed or whoever. And oh, by it's the way, like, that's a good team. They smoked the six. Seed. They, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and by the way, this this bug, but I don't know if you saw this. Bellarmine, it's a new school just into the D one atmosphere, right? They won their conference tournament somehow. They I don't forget who they beat, but. First year in Division One, they won their conference tournament. They're not allowed to go because it's their first year in Division One. I'm like, but they won the conference tournament. Like, I don't understand. Like, you want those teams to be in the in the NCAA tournament to possibly upset a top seed. But man, Bellarmine, I'm sorry. I, I mean, you guys did everything you had to do to win your conference tournament, get into the tournament, the big dance, and they can't go because it's a stupid <laughs> rule saying, "Well, it's your first year." So, well, so what's your first year? That's more impressive to me. It's, you know, it's stupid. <laughs> I don't know. It's, Ve- it's Vegas said no for the upset. We can't afford the payout. Right, right. <laughs> Vegas said no. Crazy man. But, I mean, that's pretty much it in sports. What yeah. you say? I mean, we covered a lot, we a lot covered. more than we thought we would. Yeah, like <laughs> earlier in the week, we're like, oh, I don't know if it's enough content. And then Aaron Rodgers comes by, and then Russell Wilson's like, hold my beer, and you know. So yeah, we I think we covered everything. Thank you, NFL, for the dramatic trade Always. deadline, the trade news leading into the draft. Yes, yes. You never failed the you never failed the dis, disappoint a point. Whatever. You but know we have going. more to talk about because not today, but but in the future, uh, free agency coming up. Yep. And then of course selection Sunday is this Sunday, so I'm looking forward to that. So we'll see what happens. But anyway, thank you guys for listening, man. Of course, episode 28 of the 509 and 609 Sports Talk podcast. We will hope we'll probably be back next week. Cause oh yeah, there'll still be stuff going there'll on. There'll be stuff to talk about for sure. So all right, guys, thank you for listening, man. We appreciate it. Later, guys.